Shout out to our sponsors, Kings Peak Coffee Roasters. At Kings Peak, they take coffee seriously. Their beans are sourced with utmost care from sustainable farms worldwide, ensuring that each sip is a celebration of exquisite flavors. From captivating blends to captivating single origin roast, their coffee selection promises to tantalize your taste buds and elevate your coffee game to new heights. King's Peak staff embodies the spirit of hospitality and passion for coffee. With smiles that brighten your day, they're always ready to guide you on an unforgettable coffee journey. From bean selection to brewing techniques, their knowledgeable baristas will happily share their expertise to help you find your perfect cup. King's Peak is committed to making a positive impact on the entire coffee supply chain. With every purchase, you're supporting farmers and artisans, enabling sustainable practices and empowering communities around the globe. Together, we're nurturing a brighter, more inclusive future for everyone involved. Whether you're a coffee aficionado or a curious newcomer, King's Peak is your welcoming sanctuary. Explore their wide array of coffees, accessories, and gifts, and let King's Peak help you find the perfect fit for your unique taste. They're not just a coffee shop, but a community that embraces the joy of coffee and human connection. Join us at King's Peak Coffee Roasters, where coffee dreams come true. Listening to the Taste Masters, where we sit down and learn from artists within the world of craft beer, liquor, and various fermentation techniques. Hi, family. Here at the Heart of Ketos, and I'm here with my dear friend, Miss Robin. Robin, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank this is you. your third time being on. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> but this is just showcasing just you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. just just little of me. <laughs> There's some big, big changes happening in your life. There is, yeah. I want to start with. Let's go back. I want to go back to the nitty gritty back in the day. Oh, so, oh goodness. Uh, where are you from? <laughs> We're going all the way back. Yeah, I want to know because, like, I feel like you're not from here. No, I'm not. Mm. Um, I guess we'll start from the beginning. I, you mommy Robin and <laughs> <Yeah>. daddy Robin. <laughs> um. My mom and dad. Uh, I am from central Illinois. Okay. I'm from a very small town called Henry. Shout out to Henry. Uh, Never heard of them. Where <laughs> my mom and dad um, owned a ostrich farm. So I grew up on a farm. That's so cool. Way out in the country in the middle of a cornfield. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had 65 ostriches Holy that shit. we raised from babies and then sold their meat. And their eggs. Um, how big are ostrich eggs? Um, they're about the size of your head. Get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Are they delicious? Uh, yeah. They also, they're like um, as much as like a dozen in one. What? Yeah. That's how big the yolks are. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So you could have you, mom and dad. Are you, are you, do you have siblings? Yes, I have nine siblings. Dear Lord. Mm-hmm. So one egg could feed... The whole family, yeah, basically. basically for breakfast. Wow, that's so cool, and it tastes tasty though. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. I've never had an ostrich. I've had mm-hmm. ostrich burger, but not ostrich egg. Yeah, what'd you think of the burger? I liked it. Yeah, it was like uh, not venison, but like that the stringy. Like to me, it was like more gamey. Yeah, yeah, I liked more it. Gamey for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm from Central Illinois. Um, I went. 
my mom and some of the kids, we moved to upstate New York uh, oh, when I was 13. So I went to high school up there. Um, and then when I was 18, I moved back to Chicago. So if I say there for a long time. Giordano's in Portello's. Yeah. You're like, I actually worked at Giordano's. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I haven't. Yeah. It's like a book. I was a host there and a server. <laughs> did you just love the food? Do you hate it now or do you love it? Um, I hate it now, but I, I did love it. Wow. I did. What about Portello's? Uh, I love it. Yeah. Go there every time. Chocolate cake We're shakes. In Chicago. Mm-hmm. So they have it in Arizona. So what? if you go to Mesa or Tempe. <gasps> Because the Cubs play string, spring training down there. Mm. So they brought a little bit of Chicago oh, into Anyway, that's just a random fact. So if you want it closer than going home and you okay. want the heat, go to AZ. Dang. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, and I think they both, um, you can order online. They'll ship it right to your house. Shut up. But it's like, it's pretty expensive. I bet it is. Yeah. That chocolate cake shake, though. Oh. Man. That's diabetes in a heartbeat. I, know. I love it. I know. It's insane. <laughs> So you came back, 18, came back. Yep. Came back, um, stayed uh, with my dad for a few years, and then I moved to Chicago uh, with some friends that I met randomly at a party in St. Louis. They were like, hey, we need a roommate in Chicago. (laughs) Uh, This was when I was 20, and I was like, cool. I literally went home, packed my shit, and (laughs) drove to Chicago. Get out of here. Yeah. The gut's on you. I know. Wow. And I still talk to all those people. Beautiful. Still good friends with them. Lifelong friends. Where are you in your family of nine? Um, I'm my mom's fourth. Okay. So you're uh, kind of in the middle. Yeah. So my dad, some of them are like step-siblings, sure. we'll say. I don't really call them that. But my dad had uh, two girls, one boy. And then my mom had two girls, one boy. And then they got married and had two girls and one boy. Gotcha. It's literally the Brady Bunch. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> Like to a T. I can just see like the so whole. So funny. Anyway, the squares. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So in the middle. So you're pretty trusting. Uh-huh. Holy cow. Yeah. St. Louis. What, how'd you meet these friends from St. Louis? Um, my older sister took me to a party and they were there. That's cool. Good for you. How was that trip? <laughs> what? Like sh- saying, yeah, well, I'm, I'm in. Oh, it was awesome. I love it. Yeah. How long were you th- with those set of friends? Um, I think I was there f- with them for, I'm going to say a year and a half. Um, I had a small stint in the hospital there mm. um, for a month <laughs> from drinking too much beer. Um, <laughs> and here you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, and then I just lived in Chicago for uh, until I was 27. Okay. And then I moved to Utah. What brought you to Utah? Um, my boyfriend had a job offer here. Um, he got the job offer, and then like two days later, we were packing, and we were just Whoa. like, "Let's go!" And then, how did you meet your boyfriend? And his name is Josh. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> Joshy boy. Um, how did you meet Josh? I don't know this story. We met in Chicago. Okay. I was bartending at a bar called Bar Louis. I don't even think they're a thing anymore. I think they went under during COVID and they had some lawsuits. Oh. But I was uh, bartending there um, and he lived like right next to the bar. So he was in there frequently. So he was a regular. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I like my regulars. So they're always awesome that's people. That's how we met. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And we've been together almost eight years now. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> so he had a job offer. Mm-hmm. Have you... 
had you ever been to uh, Utah prior to? Um, I had the year before we came out and visited a couple of our friends. Oh, cool! That live oh. here. Man, you have friends all over the place. I know. That's cool. I know. Um, and one of those friends was Tui Arnold. Shut up! Yeah. Really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, that makes my heart warm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I've known Tui for a long time. <laughs> how did you know? That's a. And you know what? I want to know. How do you know Tui? <laughs> how did you know Tui? Oh boy. Um. Keep so it, keep originally PG thirteen. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, so originally Josh's sister used to live in Utah in Salt Lake okay. and she knew Tui and they were like best friends. Um, and then she moved to Chicago with us and then we came to visit and that's how I met Tui. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. So originally Josh's sister's friend. <laughs> I wish I knew Tui as long as you knew tu- known yeah. Tui. Yeah. God bless that man. God. <laughs> I know. That makes you so happy. Okay. So this is starting to make more sense. So okay. then you, in Utah. Mm-hmm. And then what year was this? 2019, you said? Yeah, right before the... Right before the world ended. Mm-hmm. So Seriously. BC, before COVID. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. And then what? Oh, my gosh. You just came to a new state. Yeah. You up and left, came yeah, here. Yeah, I didn't have and a plan. And the world plan. shut down. The I didn't world have ended. anything. Yeah. I want to know what went through your head. Um, I was like, well, when I first moved here... I'm like, what is this city? You know? Salt Lake? It literally felt like I had moved to a different planet from Chicago. Just the, the laws are so different. The people are a little bit different. Yeah. Not as friendly. Not as friendly. Not as friendly. Huh. Okay. Um, I was just talking about, this is a side note, but uh, we've been camping a lot over the weekends, the past couple weekends. And Good. Every time we're like out on trails and stuff, um, like the four by four trails. Mm-hmm. We like always wave at everybody or when we pass campsites, wave. Nobody waves. Nobody waves back. Give them the middle finger, see what They're happens. They're all just like, why are you waving at me? I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. In Salt Lake it's so or in weird. Utah in general? Just, yeah. I don't know. Huh. That's don't, don't seem weird. To, yeah, I don't know. Step it up, Utah. Fuck. <laughs> Do better. <laughs> Do better. Be nicer. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, uh, world oh, ended. the pandemic, yeah. Um, so when I, that's kind of how I got into brewing was okay. in the beginning of the pandemic. So how so? Um, so your segue, you're doing the questions for me. I love I know, this. Right? Uh, so like a week after I moved here, I got a job, um, with a coffee company, uh, and I was with them for like ever. Um, and which when the, coffee company, Never mind. <clears throat> La Barba okay. coffee. Cool. Um, so I was working in the warehouse doing roasting and packaging during the pandemic for them. Cool. And so I worked every other day. And so I had a lot of free time all of a sudden, as, as everybody did, right, in mm-hmm. the beginning. Um, and I'm like, what am I going to do with all this time? Um, so I started honing in on my cooking skills. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I was watching a lot of my favorite chef, Maddie Matheson. I don't know if you've seen any of his stuff. No, I'm okay. a Gordon Ramsay guy. Okay. Uh, he's kind of opposite of that. Oh, so he's, he's nice like and a big sucks goofy. at cooking? No. <laughs> he's a super sweet, like oh, just goofy so guy. Yeah. What's his name again? Uh, Maddie Matheson. He's from, uh, I think he's from Toronto. He lives in Canada. But, cool. Um, 
And then I was like, what else can I be doing? Yeah. Uh, so then I got into fermenting kombucha and I was going crazy with that. And then I was like, well, what else can I make at home? I want to be self-sufficient basically. So I started making seltzers and then I started brewing beer. What? Um, so you were so home brewing seltzers kind of, and beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like a Mr. Beer kit or like a buck, like a five gallon bucket kind of thing. No, we, we had a, a brewing system in our garage. You and Josh did? Yeah. How did you have a brewing system? <laughs> so <laughs> one of our friends, Steve's had a home brewing system Okay. and we were getting into that. We were interested in it. We were watching him brew. Um, and we went on Facebook Marketplace one day, and somebody was basically giving a whole whole homebrew setup for free away. So we went and picked it up. How big was the system? Um, it's like a half barrel, I think. Fuck yeah. So, for free? Yeah. Like the, everything. Everything was included. Okay. The pots, the, you know, it's like the three-story thing. Yeah. Um, thing. Um. And of course we get there and he's like, oh, do you guys know Tui? And we're like, yeah, we know Tui. <laughs> There's like that weird, you know, connection, connection. That everybody has with Tui. Because um, when you when you were one of the greatest, nicest people in the world. <laughs> yeah. Who, anyway, just, just, that's why going back to people in Utah, don't be an asshole. Just be nice. Yeah, just be nice. And you'll be known. Yeah. You'll be loved. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So, yeah. During that, like towards, before everything was kind of getting back to normal, I was like brewing beer at home and. How often? Um, probably like every two weeks. It it wasn't. I wouldn't do like. So if you had half a barrel, mm-hmm. so did you have like a kegerator at home? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So How many taps? Uh, it has four. Sick. And we actually got it from Sugar House Coffee. Sick. They were using it for kombucha, and then they put it online, and we went and picked it up. Um, so it can, it has yeah four taps on it, but it could definitely hold like. Five or six. Six. Does Josh brew as well? Uh, he does. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. know this. Is that why he's like so? Like when I when I listen to him talk about beer, mm-hmm. not that he's talked to it with me, but he's talked about beer. I'm like, you fucking know. You're oh yeah, about. yeah, yeah. He's brewed a bunch of times. Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> good to know. Next time I see him, I have a conversation for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that's kind of how I got into that during so the that, pandemic. So did you ever uh, pickle things? Um, that's an avenue I haven't endeavored. Some vegetables. Okay. I've definitely done a lot of red onions. Cool. You know, that good stuff. Um, carrots, cauliflower, stuff oh, like that. I heard, uh, pickled asparagus is really good. Mm, yeah. And I've never pickled it. Yeah. And I never had pickled asparagus. Have really? you had pickled? Mm-hmm. Is it really that good? It is really good. Okay. I have to yeah. try it. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. you should. <laughs> so then during the COVID, what you did, instead of sitting there in panic and Netflixing and chilling, you decided mm-hmm. to go and grow things and learn things and do things with your hands and skills yes. and cook things. And in doing so, and you before then were a connoisseur of said beverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for that, sure. I mean, <laughs> as we found out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how did you, did you want to be a brewer? Or a beer maker, or because you did kombucha first, would you have been okay right. being a kombucha maker? Or a s- um, I thought about opening my own kombucha or place. Okay, before cool. this was like in 2021, I think I was thinking about that. Um, I've always wanted to have like my own coffee shop, and then it's like progressed, and now it's you know it's kombucha, and now it's brewery, and you know yeah, <laughs> it's like never ending. Um, that's just how my brain works. Um. But yeah, 
That's okay, because I feel like I, I resonate with you because you started your beer adventure around the same time I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Because I, I became a brewer November 1st, 2020. Okay. Yeah. And we just talked about how you and I both have new jobs. Yeah. A week apart. So it's like... Cause, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Yeah. So COVID, not to take away from Robin's story, but COVID, I... Before COVID... Yeah, what were you I doing? Got, I got the job. So I, I helped open Strap Tank in Lehigh oh, okay. in August in 2019. And that's when I, I was a bartender for five years prior to. So I knew beer. Oh, okay. But when I opened I do remember this. Strap Tank or helped open Strap Tank with my family, like I, there's still some OGs there. Like I was one of the, wow. there's probably like 12 of us that were still there, you know? Yeah. Dang, and, that's, uh, a, that's a run. Yeah. That's we had a, a we have a really good team at Strap Tank Lehigh. Um, I... Remember meeting the brewers. Uh, first was Sean Smith, who you should know. He works at Uinta. Sean Smith. Look up Sean Smith. Okay. If he's I still will. there. Um, <laughs> he was the head brewer at the time. Okay. And then uh, after a few months, he hired an assistant, Derek DeBoard. And I met these, who I thought gremlins downstairs, concocting like these beverages. And it wasn't just like Budweiser or Bud Light. Like, they were crafted beers. And I, yeah. I, my first craft beer I ever sold and drank was Cutthroat, actually. Wow. Okay. And then Hoodoo, their Kolsch style. It's a full circle. Yeah, it really is. That's crazy. And so I knew about craft beer. I knew I knew what Baba was. I knew what Squatters was. I knew what Red Rock. Like I knew what the Elefina was. Like, I knew these beers. Yeah. Right. But I didn't. I never went out of my way. I I drank Pacifico, Corona. Yep. Same. Modelo, like uh, Pabst. Like I that was I I knew it was the same. I didn't understand. Anyway. Yeah. But once I'm working at a craft beer or a craft brewery, I realize, oh shit, we're making this in Utah. And I'm from Utah yeah. most of my life. So I'm like, this is like bonkers because the Mormons don't drink. Wait, wait, wait. Just my, 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 I feel like in 2019, my world shifted. Yeah. Yeah. I was the, I could make you a damn good cocktail out of, you know, High West and all these cool places from, you know, I was up at Sundance for years. Okay. But once I knew you could craft beer, I just, it blew my mind. And then I just, just attached myself to these two humans. I'm like, I will do whatever it takes. I just want to watch you guys make this. Mm-hmm. And I watched, instead of me making it, I never homebrewed. Okay. Ever. Never made. Interesting. The closest thing I ever homebrewed was uh, kombucha. Okay. I was telling HK Brewing uh, when I interviewed them a long time ago that, and they roll their eyes every time I say this, but I got a, I had a Scoby mm-hmm. and I named him Scoby Doo. <laughs> And then I had a second Scoby. I named him Scoby Two, and they're like, "Boo!" Oh my god, it's adorable. <laughs> and then I got then I had a third Scoby, and they're like, "You named Scoby Three? And I go, "No, his name is Fred." <laughs> and they hated that. It's a random name. <laughs> it's like it's the best. <laughs> but they, yeah, they thought oh it wasn't original. But That's I thought so Fred funny. was pretty original. <laughs> but so I only did Scoby or uh, kombucha. Mm-hmm. I never did kimchi. Never did anything okay. vegetable wise. Then pickled. I want to do pickling, um, never homebrewed, but I was, COVID helped me get my job. So when COVID happened, Sean Smith left the brewing world okay. uh, for a minute and wanted, cause the world, I mean, it shifted. I mean, he had no idea. Um, Derek it it and was Julia, very uncertain time. Mm-hmm. Everyone Derek was and Julia at time, they had no idea. They just kind of like put their feet up and like, we're going to coast. And then they needed some help once the world kind of yeah. picked up again and, uh, Derek is the one that helped give me my opportunity to start a career. Nice. He's the one that helped me. Uh, he brought me into this side. And ever since then, I've not pushed off or let off the gas pedal. Yeah. I'm just like, go, 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 No. Yeah. And 
Man, this world is cool, Robin. So I know. You, when, so you did the fermentation. Mm-hmm. You liked beer. So how did you get your first beer job and where was it? Um, the first place I worked at, it's only one of two, but um, was Level Crossing. Cool. Brewing. Where was that? Um, that was the middle of 2021. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I had, I'm friends with Tui, so I was like surrounded by all the things he was doing in this industry. Yeah. Uh, obviously he was doing distilling at that time. He was blending whiskeys and, um, then he started working at Level Crossing. He was there for a few years and like, Every time I saw him, I'd be like, hey, like, I don't know. I'm thinking about dipping my toe in. Like, let me know if you need any help. Like, at any point, like, you don't got to pay me. I just want to, like, I'll wash kegs. I don't care. I'll sweep the floors. Um, And I did this for about two years. I was wearing him down. And uh, the opportunity never arose in those couple years. And then he left Level Crossing. And then a month after that, a spot opened up, and I saw it online. And I was like it's time. Like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to just jump in and I'm going to see where this takes me. And so I applied, I got the job and, and that the rest is history. Fuck yeah. The <laughs> like, rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah. Cause yeah, I'm from, I'm going to take it from an outside perspective yeah. and then you can take it from there. Mm-hmm. But you became a part of the level crossing team. And I saw that cause I was obviously doing what I was doing and yeah. trying to talk to everyone, interview everyone. I still am. Right. Yeah. I saw you come in, um, this is before the Max days. Okay. Yeah. And because uh, Gary was still there. Mm-hmm. And they got Jacobs there. Or Jacobs mm-hmm. was before, right after Gary. I can't remember the timeline on that. But anyway. So I was the day before Jacobs. Gotcha. Cool. So cool. it was like Gary, me, and then Jacobs. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But then I saw this team like start becoming a thing. And then all of a sudden, Level Crossing was turning heads. Mm-hmm. Metal after metal. Brr, brr, brr. These styles. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I know. I the, know. Let's go. Like, we're like Level Crossing is going to make a corporate, corporate, corporate sour, and it won the world. I'm yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like I just didn't know who Level Crossing was until then. You yeah. Know? And then a lot of people didn't. No. Honestly. But then, yeah. obviously, I didn't know that most of the people in the industry. But then Level Crossing was making noise fast. Mm-hmm. And then I met Dietrich, and before I interviewed Dietrich, I met him. I'm like, oh, cool. What's your story? Oh, I'm a home brewer. And I'm yeah. like, oh, shit, this is really cool. Yeah. I'm, but you make good and beer. And then me, oh, I'm, I'm a home brewer. Like, and I'm a home brewer. I'm like, wait, wait. So these guys are taking their passion and they're taking it professionally? Uh, so it's possible. Like, I just, I looked up to the staff at Level Crossing because you, Gary, Jacobs, and Dietrich at the time, I, I was watching people who were just passionate about beer They give fucks about beer and they just wanted to make beer. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, didn't care about... So you just so happened to make award-winning beer, but yeah. you guys all just made beer because you loved it. Yeah. And I'm like, I love this mentality, mm-hmm. and I want, like, I want this, like, I want to bathe in it, right? And then, uh, you know, after Gary left, and then you you got Max, you got the Max, we got the Max boy. <laughs> I'm telling you what, Robin, you Jacobs, Chris Jacobs, and Max are inseparable. Instead. I know you I guys know. are a great Besties. team, and I love, yeah. I love, I hate the fact that you guys don't work together right now, but I love that I you guys are still best friends. Yeah. I think we, I think we all shed our fair amount of tears over our breakup. But yeah. I heard about said breakup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but there's better things to come yeah, from that. I you like know? that. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what was what's something you take before before Max came on, on the team at Level Crossing? What's uh, some of the highlights of that team? Uh, with Jacobs and Gary? Yeah, and Dietrich. Um, um, I would say I, I was just hungry to be there, you know, to be there to learn from all these people that had been in the industry for so many years. Yeah. Like a decade. Like, that's crazy. Like, combined with all of them, it's like, I don't know, over 20 years of experience, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, and you just started. And I'm just like... I don't, you know, I just, <laughs> I brew stuff in my, you know, was that intimidating? in my garage. Yeah, hell yeah. Especially being the only female. Yeah. Um, and then I'm not like super young compared to them, but it just, yeah, it felt like I was like a newborn chick, you gotcha. know, and New, I'm like, newborn ostrich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just teach me everything, you know? Um, so that, that was, I think I came in on the, the best time. Uh, when everybody, you know, was excited and just ready to make great beer. Yeah. And so. That was Phil, I feel pretty blessed for that. And you could, right now today, I mean, you can go back in the past, you know, there's uh, waves, you know, ebbs and flows throughout the brewing community. But Mm -hmm. right now, you could point which teams are like, we're just hungry. Yeah. Like, let's go, you know. And the individuals who just want to make beer because they love beer. That's the beer I tend to go drink because mm-hmm. I just love that. Yeah. I don't care if it has silver, gold, bronze. I don't give a shit about what accolades it has. But if yeah. it has that, as cliche as it sounds, the love in it. The heart, yeah. I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I love drinking Jason Stock's beers. I talk about him all the time. But yeah. him and Julia, they make their beers with love. I've, I've only seen Julia ever make one beer once without love. <laughs> And I don't think Jason Stock has ever made beer, beer without love, but yeah. it's just like, it's just different. Mm-hmm. And they, those two will claim that they are actual brewers because they still hand paddle everything. Oh, really? They don't have rakes and paddles and automation. They go in there with a fucking oar. What? <laughs> in the paddle. Oh my God, the muscles on them. Yeah. Wow. They call themselves the OG, like the actual brewers. <laughs> We're fake brewers. <laughs> uh, I'm a fake brewer, supposedly, on the Browcon. <laughs> I mean, I have a mash press. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sitting there doing this all day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's it's really cool to, to you were a part of that love team, mm-hmm. and then you've grown from there because yeah. Level Crossing was kind of your launching point. Yeah. Oh, no, in, it was. in every way. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And then what happened once Max came along? What happened? Yeah. Um. That that passion drive just doubled. Like he brought so much love and heart into that place. Um. You know, and me and Jacobs were nervous about bringing another person on, but we're like, you know, we're just going to accept them with open arms into our team, and we became best friends, basically. That's so cool. <laughs> you know? Uh, every day was, yeah, was so much fun. Like, I learned so much from Max and Jacobs, for sure. I and think Dietrich. those two are, uh, and Dietrich, I think that level crossing team that you guys had was a very underrated team. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, take out the grain of salt because you guys produced some award-winning beers. So it yeah. kind of came through and shown, yeah. like, hey, no, we're not underrated. We were that cool. Yeah. Yeah. The um, the first beer that I brewed on deck uh, was Shadowing Max. 
was with Max, and it was Black Album, and we won a gold for that. That's so, so sick. Me and Max are pretty proud of that. As you should be. <laughs> As you, you guys made some yeah. damn good beers. Mm-hmm. All four of you guys made really good beers. Yeah. And then the second beer I ever brewed on that deck, I got a bronze medal. So Which one was that? Uh, the Pink Boots. The Pink Boots. Okay. Then you're bringing this question up. So yeah. at your time at Level Crossing, the, mm-hmm. last level, or the last Pink Boots beer was at Level Crossing. Yes. Uh, hosted it. And I believe you were the one that came up with the concept of the idea of the beer. Or helps. Um, How did the beer come to fruition? Um, so we had a a meeting at Hopkins okay. to like just talk about what kind of flavor profile, what grain we were looking at, what everybody wanted. Um, and it was interesting because we all came together without prior knowledge of what other people drank, you know, like their preference in beer. Sure. And everyone basically said they wanted... Um, like a honey ginger beer, like everyone across the board. So, so that was pretty cool. Uh, and then we just threw the lemon out there and then, yeah, I wrote the recipe and you wrote the recipe. And there we go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Diedrich helped me for sure. Yeah. Cause I had never made a recipe on that scale before, yeah. of course, but that's so cool. But yeah. I feel like, cause the year before was that you went to, were you at the winter one? No, I wasn't. Gotcha. But then this, this last year, this last one was at, um, level crossing mm-hmm. and that beer was awesome and it won bronze correct yep that was so cool I know <laughs> and you know I said this last or some other time I was talking about the pink boots uh, beer but when I see all my friends having so much fun I don't can I just next time this happens can I just sit there and watch I just want to be there yeah you know of what I mean course. That's why I get you can yeah. like you can interview people while we're I mean, oh. that's what the news was doing there. The yeah, news was there. Let so. the news take care of you. I just want to be, I just want to be with my friends. Yeah, you, you know, can be there. Out. I told, I think it was Jackie. I was like, I just want to be there. You guys didn't invite me. Yeah, yeah but you're not part of the Pink Boots. Yes, but I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I love watching you, you gals all hang out and get together and, and have all walks of life in one location, yeah. having a great time, doing the thing that we try to do every single time, and that's brew with passion. Yep. And you have a bunch of badass women brewing a passion. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. No judgment. Just show up with the knowledge you have and and, love and just bring and it. Hugs you know? and let's go. Yeah. Have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, it was I felt so much the energy fun. through photos and videos. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wasn't even there. <laughs> yeah. That's where I have a uh, Freud and Freud. I was I had joy of you guys having joy. Yeah. But I did have a little oh FOMO. Yeah. <laughs> that's what everybody said. <laughs> but um, do you have any idea for the next uh, Pink Boots beer or anything coming up? Um, I'm not sure, honestly. Hmm. I think, um, I think, uh, I'm sure Libby has something up her sleeve. Yeah. I think Libby, they just hosted a, um, something with hops. Oh yeah. They did a hop rub. There you go. The hop rub. Yeah. I think that had something to do with the brew. That's going to be cool. Into fruition next year. Yes. So then, Robin, we're going to jump in. So after level crossing, Mm This is news. This is new. This is like within the last month. <laughs> yeah. You left Level Crossing. I did. And you accepted a job where? Um, at Uinta. So you accepted a job at the biggest brewery in Utah. Yes. I, I said, go big or go home. I love that. <laughs> so how did you find it? Why did you find it? And what made you make the jump? Um, I think I was just looking for... Just to grow as a brewer. Um, not that I had learned everything I could from sure. everyone at level. I just 
the opportunity was to brew on a hundred barrel system. And I was like, I have to try, you know, I have to take that next step. Um, and who, who could say no to Lauren? Like she's, she's like the most knowledgeable. <laughs> I wanted individual. to say something so like, bad. She's the best. <laughs> no, she is the goat. And yeah. so the opportunity to, you know, have her as my boss is like, it doesn't get any better than that. You know, I, especially this early on in my career. Like I just, I want to take all the information I can, you know, and you're still hungry. Be and, and I think Lauren yeah. would um, <clears throat> agree with me when I would take a brewer or an individual with uh, passion and heart over anyone with years and years of experience. Yeah. Yeah. And she that's would you, Aaron, that. or Robin. That's you. That's you know, Aaron. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> but that's where, you know, if I look at you, I'm like, you know, you're still hungry. Mm -hmm. And Level Crossing, you were hungry. I know you left making great beers at the very end. Uh, you were pushing yeah, it. Yeah. And I 100 barrel system. Was making, let's yeah. go. I was making beers I was. I was pretty proud of, um, you know, I miss it, but you went to just such a good opportunity Yeah, for me individually. Yeah. So, so. what's, what's it like to, what's the team like? It's instead of just a, a party of four, it's a party of a team and a, a production front of house. You, yeah. You have it's a whole very thing. different. Yeah. Talk to me about that. Um, I mean, it's been great. It's I don't know exactly how many employees they have, but it's a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah, you have a family. It's, yeah, it's wild. Um, yeah, a part of a team of great brewers yeah. who have also been there forever. You know, they have so much knowledge on the BrowCon. Um, and then having a team of 10 people in the cellar is, yeah. is a huge difference for me because I'm usually the seller and the brewer, mm -hmm. you know, doing that. Um but it's it's just as hectic, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I keeping like everything in line and something you know. always happens. I don't yeah. care who you are. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's been such a thing as a perfect brew day. <laughs> no, something happens. Yeah. It's always just there's just something. It's something. It's man. one thing. Five one minutes. Thing. Some five minute problem can add like three hours to, or you know thirty minutes to your day. You're like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I'm learning that lesson too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's it's been great. That's awesome. It's so really good. What's something that you can bring to you winter that they don't have already? Mm. Cause I'm pro I promise That's you that Lauren, Lauren and the team saw something in you or else they wouldn't have brought you on. You're not just a person. Yeah. You're not just someone that they it, plug and play. Yeah. Um, and they, they can hire anyone off the street. I'm sorry. Yeah. I could hire anyone. <laughs> you could hire anyone, but yeah. they've chose you Robin. Why? What's something that you can bring to the table that you want to bring to the table? Um, I mean, I would just say that, you know, I'm a hard worker, like crazy. Like I will be the first one there and the last one to leave. Um, you I know, love that. But you lead by example. Lead, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, just my hunger to make good, really good beer. I love and that. And just be different. And... Bring good energy. I love this. That's like, that's like, <laughs> I just hate not liking where I work. I yeah. hate when there's like that one person that, you know, might bring somebody down or sure. while they're working. So I just like to be the person that let's just uplift everybody and, you know, make days better for everybody. So, oh, Robin, you're a badass. <laughs> I love that. Oh, 
I'm gonna leave on this. Oh, I'm gonna leave. We're gonna do a halfway break. Okay. On this because I want to leave on that high because that's okay. I love that. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to our sponsor, Sugar House Distillery. Handcrafted from grain to glass, Sugar House has been grinding for years to bring us products that are quality over quantity. Just to name a few, their single malt whiskey, rye whiskey, which is our weekday jam, their Boilermaker series, which is a rotating collab within our family, and their canned cocktails, which are so damn good and great for any to-go adventures you have this year. Located in most liquor stores across Utah, or just head over to the distillery located on 22nd 12 South, West Temple, Monday through Friday. Tell them we sent you, and they'd love to give you a tour and possible tasting. When you think Sugar House Distillery, think local and made with love. Until the next spirit, my friends. Shout out to our sponsors, Clearwater Distilling. Utah County's only distillery is turning heads and quickly making a name for themselves. From whiskey to vodka, their unique innovation transforms the norm with incredible products like their Rene Ramagnac, which is an aged French Armagnac with an American rye whiskey twist. Literally one of our favorite showcasers. Or their Scandalous, which is not like Fireball. It's an actual whiskey with quality cinnamon without any sugary taste. Also, Clearwater teams up to do a monthly cigar pairing where you come and get educated on how to properly smoke a cigar while pairing with Clearwater's lovely spirits. For more information, head to clearwaterdistilling.com, hit them up on all social media platforms, or just message us, and we'll get you started on the right path. Open seven days a week, even on holidays. Clearwater is a must. See you there. Until the next spirits, my friends. All right, family, we're still here, and Robin's still here. And we're back. You didn't leave. No, not I yet. I thought you were going to leave. Not yet. <laughs> You're itching to leave. No. So, Robin, I have some good questions for you because, well, I mean, I think they're good questions, but I want to know, because you're so, you're kind of in the same realm that I am in the beer world and the mm-hmm. beer community, where you're still hungry and you're still thirsty for knowledge. What in the beer world are you still wanting to learn that you haven't learned yet? Oh, um, I want to expand my knowledge on yeast. What about the yeast? I just, I don't know much about it. Mm. Do I know like all of it? I want, yeah. I want to start with basics and go through everything. I love that. How, uh, how could you go about that? Because I have the same desires. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, um, I don't know. I don't remember the website. That's fine. I'm just gonna say the brewer's website. Sure. Um, they have they have tons of information you got and seminars. The BA Brewers Association. Um, yeah, maybe it's. I think it's that one. You can go. I, gu- I guarantee somewhere from Berkeley has some. Have some. Anyway, yeah. UC Davis. They all have some shit. Yeah. Yeah. I just need to do put some extra time in mm. and do some more research. Do you guys have a team at UNC that looks at the yeast? Uh, yes. We do. Whom's over there that looks at the yeast thoroughly? Um, or have you met these individuals yet? I don't know the I don't know the answer. <laughs> Maybe there is. I'm, I'm assuming there's someone that monitors the yeast. Yes, there's there's a couple people. So um, we pick their brains. Yes, I should. I would want I want to come pick their brains too. Because mm-hmm. yeah. think about it, you're you're watching an organism develop, and we. 
we may be call ourselves brewers, but all we do is make sugar water, and the yeast is what makes the beer. We don't make beer. We're just babysitters. Right. For the yeast. Exactly. And, yeah, that's why I'm like, I just want to know more about it. That's really cool. You know. Cause like, just... like a SCOBY. SCOBY was like easy. It's like, I'm going to give you sugar. Yeah. I'm going to walk away. You're going to triple in size. Yeah. There's not a thousand different strains of SCOBYs. You know what I mean? Not that I know of. Not that I I don't think there's, I think there's just Scobie one. SCOBY a thousand? I think what? there's one. <laughs> SCOBY do thousand? Oh my goodness. I, w- I would take that to HK Brewing and be like, here. <laughs> Betty. Yeah. But no, you're right. Because I, I started um, recently. Because mm-hmm. I, I like Omega's yeast. They have, you know, they're unlocking genes and they're doing their, you know, deleting certain genes that give certain esters or blah, 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 blah. Okay. And I just want to be like, why? So if I could restart my brewing career, mm-hmm. I would like to be an R&D brewer. Where I go and make the same beer, a barrel, you know, all five of them or all 12 of them. Yeah. And like one different malt here or one different hop here or one different yeast addition here. Right. 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 Because that to me is like, okay, well, I just want to hone Like, especially where I'm at now, like honing it in mm-hmm. is so important. Yeah. And so I can see that. I mean, the, you know, they have certain yeast for certain beers. Yeah. Right. Um. But there's all those in between. You know what I mean? Yeah, yep. they have charts, they have descriptions, but like until you use it, like with a million different, yeah, um, a million different ingredients, you're not gonna know which like works the best. Right. Like That's there's where... there's hints and stuff. Yeah. But like I just want to like figure that out. Ah. You know you what I mean? Know. Yeah, yeah. So you want to know, know the the recipe and like I know if I put nutmeg here instead of cinnamon, it'll be. Or allspice here, or, or yeah, some type yeah. of substitute. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, because before I left Strap Tank, I was messing with the thialized yeast, okay. and uh, I got a beer to. I got a hop to unlock a flavor. I had no idea. It said in the description it was in there, but it came out with that yeast strain. Okay, and I was floored. I, I what? Yeah. So it's true. It does work. Like what? Yeah. And I want to know why, though. Yeah, you're like, I never tasted lemon in this, but now I use this different yeah. yeast, and it's all lemon. Or, yes, yes. You know. What well, makes it that way? Yeah. yeah. That's kind of, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. So I feel like, because at, at a, <clears throat> you went to, there's an individual you might hear, hear you will hear about named Graham Doherty. And okay. Graham is one of the coolest individuals and most smart individuals you'll ever meet in your entire life. Okay. He I think he's coming back soon, but he's over in the UK learning about all this stuff. Oh. Is it one of those special, you know, learn all the things as a Mm -hmm. brewer and distiller kind of thing. And I want to go do that. Yeah, me too. But I'm not a bachelor. If I was a bachelor, though, (laughs) I would do that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I have two dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. But I, I, you know, I, because you know how you grow up, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, astronaut, firefighter, teacher. Yeah. And if I can go back, back, well, not. Homie, go go into the go into the beer world. I know, you know, I know. Their chemistry. I would have more chemistry. Yeah, organic chemistry mm-hmm. would it help with yeast? Would it help anyway? Yeah, like Max, he's like the science guy. He That's is. what I always say. But because he has the science degree and stuff. Sciences or sciences. Max is the all guy. He's, yeah, he's everything. It's true. I think level crossing hiring Max was probably the best decision they've ever made. Um, I will say that. Okay. Because Max is 
was one of the most underrated brewers in our community and having him on that team is remarkable i think yeah i am if they can value him Mm -hmm. to what he's worth i think that guy can do a lot of good things for beer in general not just level crossing but beer in general because you give that guy a blank canvas and you're gonna see beautiful beautiful art and there's individuals like that in our community which I guess sit here and name a handful where, you know, they give them, give them that canvas and they will blow it up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Take it and run for yeah. sure. And I, but Robert, I think you're one of them too. I think you're someone where if you were given the right tools and the right love and attention, where it's like, Hey, I can help you with this. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. able to hey, don't use this paintbrush, but use this pencil. Yeah. And he yeah. uses, you know, uh, millimeter or this uh, thickness of pencil, and here you go. I yeah. think if you were given the right tools, and I think UNC is a great spot for you. Yeah, but I, I think you I have so. great potential. Thank you. And I'm glad that you <laughs> gave a fuck about fermentation when you went to COVID instead of worrying about toilet paper and yeah, if your ass was going to be clean. Yeah, I mean, I did <laughs> do the route of you know getting dogs and <laughs> being like, we're going to be home forever, so let's get dogs and um. But yeah, I'm glad I did. I started with kombucha for sure. Yeah. Do you still make kombucha? Do you still homebrew at all? Um, I do still homebrew. Uh, I haven't made kombucha in a long time. Damn. My my older sister just got into it, and when she came to visit, she brought me a couple of bottles of kombucha and was like, "Look at this cool thing!" You know, it was really sweet. I love that. Um, one of them exploded in my fridge just a few days ago. In the fridge. Yeah. Because oh. I had forgot about it. So, you know, shout Same out to you. Melissa. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you ruined my fridge. Yeah. Thanks a lot, stepsister. <laughs> so then if you're still homebrewing, how often are you homebrewing? Not that often. It's like next I time you homebrew, like, let me know. I would like to be doing it more. Mm. Um, I have a lot of ideas cooking. Um, but I think we should do a homebrew get together. <gasps> I love um, this. Because I have two systems at home. Max has one. If we could bring them all together and have powers like combined, three different brews going Captain with like Brewer. 15 people or something, that'd be a lot of fun. We should make this happen. That'd be really cool. That'd be a really good idea. Because last time you guys did, last time I talked to you guys, you did the, the Father's Day Lager Fest. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you guys got together and just Crispy like, Boys. Crispy Boy Fest. And you just made some lagers. Mm-hmm. You can do something like that. You have the ability to get people together and... Do something like that. Yeah, I love this. let's do it. I'm going to call you out. You should do it by the end of next year. <laughs> I'm going to put it on my calendar. You should. Let me know. I'm there. Three weeks. We're okay. going to do it. <laughs> down. Let's go. Let's go before Halloween. Yes. Let's do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Because I know a lot of our friends, our family, yeah. our, uh, home, or were homebrewers or still homebrew. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, be, I get two, we probably know people. Like, I mean, we have people in the distilling world, fermentation world, that mm-hmm. uh, still homebrew. Yeah. I think we should bring them out and have a big Dude, that'd be party. Sick. Yeah. I love this idea. Everyone mm-hmm. bring your system if you can. Yeah. <laughs> do it. I'll, I'll fucking host it. Let's go. Yeah. Damn. I mean, you're the one that's got a big house. I mean, I have a big backyard. So. I was uh, talking keto, so we can host that keto. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, keto. <laughs> I see. You're like, no, actual brewery. Yeah, yeah, the brewery. Or maybe. I don't know if it's legal. We'll find out. But, Robin, what's some, what's some things uh, that... Taking this job at Uinta, mm-hmm. 
you still have a, a checklist of things you want to do as a brewer, mm-hmm. as a beer maker. What's some things that you think you into can help you check off that list? Um, I mean, I think they can definitely help me with most of those things. They're such a big production brewery. Okay. Um, this production, is it daunting to you? Is production kind of scary? Do you think production has this knack of being quantity over quality? Um, I would, I would say that maybe most people think that, but in reality, it's not like that. I would say it's like 100% quality. Mm, 100%. Yeah. I love quality that. over quantity. Um, yeah, I mean, it was intimidating for sure. Um, you know, the, the last place I was at, we weren't doing as many turns a week. Um, and some days that you went to, it's four, you know. Um, so it's, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to manage, time management, but it's still fun. Good. You know. Do you I get some uh, creative freedom it. at Uinta? Um, Yeah. Yeah, we can brew on. We have a small system that we can brew on. I think it's a one barrel system. Um, yeah, employees are literally brewing it like four times a week. So I we're love just that. like constantly rotating tap handles. That's super cool. Um, that are just what is, who's the brew team over you're working with right now? Um, I'm working with Taylor Denver, um, Matt, and then Lauren, um, and then Ian's there as well. So. I'm, what a stack team. Yeah. I'm brewing this week with Murphy, which oh, is fun. Ryan so Murphy. He, yeah, he's filling in uh, a couple people on vacation. So <sighs> I love that. So we're hanging out all That's week. really cool that people can uh, step in and step out that cross train. Because, yeah. you know, I think I don't care if you're, you know, on the brew deck or mm-hmm. you're cellaring. You should know how to do all of it in yes. my mind. Yeah. Yeah. We're integrating that right now. So That's the really seller cool. people are going to be. Brewing, and then we're going to be do selling. That's beautiful because that that way it, it, you're building this uh, conglomerate. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And that's like uh, let's all let's all be together. Yeah, like it, and no one, nobody is above anybody, right? Mm-hmm. We're on the same. We're all have the same end goal, which is to make oh, great beer. Exactly. It doesn't matter. I don't care what what job you have in the process. Like everybody is is as important as everybody from else. developing the recipe till it gets into your glass mm-hmm. every step of that beer's life is mm-hmm. as important as the one before or after absolutely and so yeah, i love that and that's happening at uinta fuck yeah i yeah. think uinta is going to be fine-tuned and even better than ever yeah and i think i hope so no i know more places need to be like that mm-hmm. i'm sick of this hierarchy of you know a triangle or ladder system where it's like no. hey you know i'm going to i I am said title and I can decide and I'm a bullshit. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm done with that. Yeah. Because every position to make a beer is so labor intensive. Yes. You it know, is. and humble yourself, you know, oh, Robin. Humble, everyone needs to chill out. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's just beer at the end of the day. It's not um, rocket science or brain surgery. Exactly. It's beer. I'm like, it's not a unattainable career for anyone. It, just because we're brewers on the Browcon or, you know, with the mash press, it doesn't make, just because we know how to do it doesn't mean we're better than everybody else. But I know, you know what I mean? any step of the beer process, I can step in. I can go into Uinta right now. Yeah. 
and I can go and sit on the production line, and be like, "Hey, can mm-hmm. you guys teach me how to use the canning machine?" Fuck yeah. Hey, can you guys teach me how to brew? Fuck yeah. Hey, can you guys teach me how to sell? Fuck like. If I walk into any one of those steps, the process, yep. either I can go to the sales team and be like, hey, sales team, teach me how to, you do, d- d- that's what should be happening every single time. And you should have that desire. Well, you can't force anyone. In. Everyone has free right. will, right? But right. if that hunger of like, I just want to learn all the things. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I have experience right now where I, I'm coming to a situation where people are like, why are you doing this? I'm like, because we're the team. This is what we do. Yeah. But I've always done that. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I can take this mm-hmm. upon myself too. Like you know, it's just yeah, same. It's so fascinating. It's like it, yeah, I can also I, clean some toilets. Yeah, like, I don't do shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I see a window oh, that's I'll go dirty, I'll do a delivery or yeah, you know. yeah. I, I got a Prius for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Robin, it's I mean, re- I just, I just like when I'm a. I feel like when I'm a part of a good company, I like to be able to do every position in that company. Yeah. Uh, whether it's well or okay, but you know, be able to step in whenever it's needed, I guess. Yeah. I see just the knowledge. I see Andrew at Keto's Kevin at temple Templin. I see Matt over at desert edge. I've seen, um, Brian at two row. Um, I've seen Sasha at Bohemian clean toilets mm-hmm. or clean a, a window or clean a floor. Or clean a spill. Yep. They're not going to wait for a staff to do it. They'll do it themselves because they see themselves as part of the team. Yeah. And I look up to all those individuals because that's how it should be. Yeah. We are a team. If a bartender or a beer tender is having a hard time or they're, they're swamped, get your ass in and go. Or you see yeah, someone. Yeah, pour a freaking beer. You know. I see, or go talk to a customer. Go talk to a customer or go check some IDs mm-hmm. or, you know, go pick up some trash, you know, and. Watching, like you were saying, the, the the best leaders lead by example. And Robin, you're one of those. And I, and you went to and you went to is really lucky to have you. Oh, that's, that's sweet. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. And uh, I know the UNT team is really happy to have you there. And I love the the fact that you're here in the Utah beer community. It's Thank really you. it's really Thanks. good to have you. Yeah. yeah, it's um, it's been crazy. I mean, the first year I felt like nope, I didn't know anybody, and nobody knew me. And then, like, it was, like, once I joined the Pink Boots family, it seemed like more doors opened up and more people, I love that. you know, so, I became friends with more speaking people. Speaking of the Pink Boots, uh, mm-hmm. what's something that the Pink Boots means? Like, what does the Pink Boots mean to you in Utah? Um, or in general, I guess. Honestly, it means, it means a lot to me. Um, like I said, like, be... The first year I was in brewing, I heard I'd heard about it, but I didn't really know much about it and did the research, and so I was kind of weary. Um, and then as soon as I joined, like the first meeting we had was at TF, it was at Templin, and there was like forty women, LGBTQ people there. And as soon as I walked into that room with them all sitting there, I was like, "Oh my God, this is home," you know? It was just like. I just didn't, it was hard to see the possibility of creating a great career as a woman in the beer industry. Um, you know, sometimes you just get so discouraged um, and intimidated. And when I walked into that room, it was just like amazing. I just saw so many opportunities open up and so many friendships 
like lifelong friendships that I'll have. Um, it's just been such a great experience. That's so beautiful. Like learning. It's so fun. Um, and it's women from everywhere. Yeah. You know, different. All walks of life. Yeah, exactly. So that community, I literally would be nowhere. Shout out to Libby. I'd be nowhere without Big Woods. Yeah. So, so this, it's very important. I feel like this year has had um, a lot of change, a lot of uh, growing pains in Pink Boots this mm-hmm. year, 2023. Uh, how can we help build camaraderie in the Pink Boots right now? Mm. In Utah um, specifically, the chapter. You mean like within the chapter? Yeah, Utah. I feel like Utah chapter right now is kind of not dwindling, but kind of like uh, everyone's busy. Everyone, it's, it's everyone crazy. is pretty busy. So yeah. how do we? How do we? Uh, it's a demanding career. It is a demanding a, career, right? So how do we? People like Libby who are trying their hardest to build this awesome community in the Pink Boots specifically. Yeah. How can we make that stronger than it has been? Um, I think maybe. I mean, maybe one thing we could do is do more collaborations throughout the year instead of the one just at the beginning do, of the well, year. We do a couple, you know, there's like six or seven, um, but it would be cool to do them more often. I love that. I think. Yeah. You know, uh, it would be like just a chance to get everybody together and then see like a finished product and be proud of it and be able to like. Yeah. And I, and I know um, breweries. And brewers are on their own make theirs throughout the year. Um, but I think I like we're going I think with that. we should do like Because why do we have to go around the pink boots blend hop? Why can't we just do a pink boots beer in general? Yeah. Yeah. Ah you got my, my gears right? going. Yeah, I love that. I don't know. Libby, I know you're that's listening. My, that's my uh, idea. Hint, 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 nudge, Libby, nudge. that's my idea. <laughs> I love it. Um, Robin, what's what's missing in the Utah beer community or the fermentation community that you haven't seen that you would like to see? Um, What's missing? Or something you need or would like to see or like to have mm. in our family? I don't know. I mean, that could be a... We're perfect. <laughs> we're we're perfect. Nothing should change. No. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't have a good answer for that. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, now that you're up in stalwart in the beer community, what's some just Robin goals you have in beer making world? Just Robin. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and could help, or friends can help, or family. But what's something before you hang the boots up? You have to do before you could say, I'm done. Um, I don't think I'll ever be done. <laughs> I love that. Hey, I love that. I mean, I would like to open my own brewery um, here or across the way, across the, what do they call Across the pond. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'll ever be done. I love Honestly, that. it's like the the first career path that I felt super passionate about, and like there's there's too many possibilities to step yeah. away from it. Yeah, I think I'm also I'm very green. Like I only started a few years ago, so so you're still hungry. You haven't been yeah. burnt out yet. <laughs> like, you're you're not just being optimistic. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, yeah, talk to me in 20 years and see. <laughs> okay, I'll interview you in 20 years from today. Okay. <laughs> Robin, what's uh, who are some people you look up to in the uh, beer community, in Utah beer community? I deserve um, a shout out. Yeah. Um, I would say Lauren, of course. Lauren Lurch. Um, Is that air quotes right there? <laughs> I was trying to do like, like pump up. <laughs> um, I would say Jackie. Look up. Uh, Jules. Or Julie. Of course. You. Um, Max. Jacobs. Literally everyone. Yeah, everyone, huh? We're yeah. a badass family, huh? Yeah. It's really cool. I could name like a hundred people. Yeah. Sorry to put you on the spot. No, huh? you're fine. What's some, uh, what's some, this is a really random weird question I have. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'll edit this one out. But, um Out of some of the beer events that uh, go on in different breweries, like Lagerpalooza, Oktoberfest, mm-hmm. um, this, that, and the other, what's some of the ones you look forward to? Um, the crispy boy fast, you know, like yeah. someone you look forward to every year. Yeah. Max was just asking me, he's like, will you do a beer for the, the crispy boy fest next year? I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> just sweet. Um, October fest. Cool. For sure. The one at TF. TF one. It's my yeah. favorite. That's that, where I met you. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. TF. And then, uh, I know that, uh, bewildered is a great October fest. Yep. And then yep. at the same time, Keto's has a anniversary party. So it's Ooh. like this weird like trifecta of like a lot of shit happening at the same time. Okay. Oh, yeah. crazy. <laughs> and then you got Snowbirds Oktoberfest. Yes. All sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time of year. Good beers. I know. Being poured everywhere. Yeah. It's my favorite time of year. It's a great time. Mm-hmm. I'm trying really hard to like fall because I'm a summer guy. I okay. love summer. I love the heat. For me, and I'm trying, this is the first year in my long life. Okay. <laughs> that my 21 years here being on earth. <laughs> <laughs> that um, I'm trying to look forward to fall being like, it's not because I look, I've always thought of it. It's getting colder. So I will be miserable because I hate the cold. Yeah. You're so like seasonal like, depression's coming. I'm trying to be like, we're all sad. It's going to be prettier. It's going to be more color mm-hmm. and better beer. And so far yeah. it's and so And you get good. to wear flannels and sweaters and hoodies. Be and cozy. Beanies. beanies do mm-hmm. a lot to cover up this hair. Because yeah. like, if I have a man bun up, you know I'm having a bad hair day. Uh oh. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. If you see me in a man bun, uh-huh. I like fuck you hair. Like I'm, today, just, you're like yeah, I'm just get out, <laughs> just get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Robin, what is something that us as a beer family can do for you to better your brewing career here in Utah? Um. Uh... I would just say just supporting each other, I guess, you know. Yeah. It's that simple. It really is. Seriously. (laughs) What can I do for you or Tastemasters could do for you or what can I help you with uh, to further your, or help you out in your career? Um, Same thing. Support. (laughs) Just support me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Totally, I totally, I mean, we totally can. I yeah. mean, I just want you to know that this entire community wants to see you thrive. I appreciate because that. Because you are a badass. Thank you. <laughs> and that's why I think it should be a Robin episode because you deserve to be spotlighted. <laughs> Thank Despite you. you fighting me for many, many, many yes. years. I don't like talking about myself <laughs> but or Robin, others. I, I do appreciate your time today. I appreciate you coming out Thank this you. way and hanging out and having some beers and getting to know you better. And 
I love the fact that you love Ted Lasso. I do. (laughs) (laughs) But girl, if there's anything I can do or for this art, anything the family can do for you, all you got to do is reach out. Okay. Yeah? I will. And on that note, my friend, until the next beverage. Cheers. Cheers. another episode of the tastemasters find us on instagram at the underscore tastemasters twitter at the tastemasters or on facebook as the tastemasters like share subscribe dm us for any questions or leave a review tell your friends and thanks for listening produce and recorded at fuse audio give them a follow at fuse underscore audio